The Bible talks of three wise men who traveled to Bethlehem bringing gifts to the infant Jesus. Those gifts were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I think most of you probably have a good conceptual grasp about gold, but what's the deal with frankincense and myrrh? Were they really that big of a deal that they would bring it as a gift? Learn more about frankincense and myrrh, what they are, and why they were such a big deal on this episode of Everything Everywhere Daily. This episode is sponsored by ButcherBox. Summer is right around the corner, and that means cookouts. No matter what your preferred food is for a cookout or a barbecue, ButcherBox can help you make it the best. If you want to serve up some hamburgers, ButcherBox has grass-fed ground beef to make the perfect smash burger. Want to cook up some steaks? Well, ButcherBox has that too, with some of the best cuts of steak, such as New York Strip, ribeye, and filet mignon. Do you like grilled chicken? Well, ButcherBox has some of the best pasture-raised chicken that you will find anywhere. And if you really want to wow people at your next cookout, you can try grilling some of their wild-caught salmon on a cedar plank. Sign up at ButcherBox.com daily and get a special deal. ButcherBox is offering my listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com daily and use code daily to choose your free-for-a-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is sponsored by Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. I recently had the chance to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and I can attest to its exceptional aromas with hints of caramel and vanilla intertwining with its oakiness, which provide a well-rounded flavor profile. Taking a sip is akin to experiencing a piece of bourbon history firsthand. Heaven Hill Distillery may be America's most quintessential bourbon distillery. Established in 1935 after the end of Prohibition, the distillery was established by the Shapira family and has remained a family-owned distillery to this day. In 1897, Congress passed the Bottled in Bond Act, which set forth strict rules for any bourbon labeled Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond Bourbon goes beyond the stringent requirements of the law by aging its bourbon for seven years, not four. The end result is a gold medal-winning bourbon that truly stands out. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill reminds you, think wisely, drink wisely. The association of frankincense and myrrh comes to us from the Bible, in particular the passages about the three magi who visit the infant Jesus. The subject of who the three wise men were, I'm going to leave for a future Christmas episode. For the purposes of this episode, I'm just going to focus on their gifts. The entire episode is only given a few lines in the Bible. In particular, it comes from Matthew 2, verses 1-12. through 12. It says, and I'm going to edit it a bit for length, quote, In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another path. End quote. So, they brought Jesus three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I think most of us have a pretty good grasp on gold. We know what gold is, we know why they would have brought it as a gift, and if someone offered us gold as a gift, we would probably gladly accept it. But 
What's the deal with frankincense and myrrh? Most of us don't have a lot of frankincense and myrrh laying around, and it isn't something most of us have in our shopping lists. Even if you have a rudimentary knowledge of ancient history, frankincense and myrrh might still not be something that would top the list of gifts you'd give someone. Silver, precious gems, exotic animals, expensive cloth would probably be higher up the gift chain in the ancient world. To figure this out, we first have to know what frankincense and myrrh are, because, to be totally honest, most people really don't have a clue what they are. Both frankincense and myrrh are tree resins. In fact, they both come from trees in the Bursaceae family. Let's first start with frankincense. Frankincense comes from the Boswellia tree. Its English name comes from the old French phrase, franc incense, which means high-quality incense. The Boswellia tree is a rather scraggly tree, and getting resin from it isn't like getting maple syrup. You can't just tap it to get what you want. In order to harvest frankincense, you have to injure the tree, but not kill it. This is done by placing incisions into the bark of the tree. If it is done properly, it will induce what is called gummosis. As the name implies, the tree will then gum up the wounds in the bark with resin. This gummy substance is then harvested as frankincense. Because the trees are rather small, it grows in an arid region, and there are only so many cuts you can put on a tree, frankincense production is limited. The primary region for producing frankincense is in southern Arabia, in particular what are today the countries of Oman and Yemen. There are also production areas on the other side of the Red Sea in Somalia and Djibouti. Frankincense has been described as looking similar to white raisins, at least the high-quality stuff is. There was an entire ancient trading network set up to transport frankincense from southern Arabia to areas all over the known ancient world, which took it from China as well as the farthest reaches of the Roman Empire. So, what is it used for? It had many uses. The Chinese used it as an antibacterial agent as well as for pain relief and an enormous number of other things. The Egyptians used it for mummification. It can be distilled into an essential oil, which is also used for medicinal purposes today. However, the overwhelming use of frankincense was, and is, incense. If you've ever been to church service that used an incense burner and it had that distinct church smell, it was almost certainly frankincense. I actually remember shopping in the Sukh and Muscat Oman, and one of the most popular items for sale was frankincense and incense burners. Today, frankincense really isn't terribly expensive. You can buy a pound of it on Amazon for about $15. So, what about myrrh? The word myrrh comes from various Semitic languages, including Hebrew and Arabic, and the word means bitter. The word in English comes from the Bible. Myrrh comes from the tree Kamiaphora myrrh. It's also grown in southern Arabia, but much more of it is grown in eastern Africa, particularly Somalia, Ethiopia, and Eritrea. It's darker in color than frankincense, and it's often reddish. The process of harvesting myrrh is pretty much the same as what's used for frankincense. Trees are cut, so the resin will fill in the cuts, and then the gummy resin is chipped off the tree. The primary historical use of myrrh was as a perfume. It's mentioned several times in the Old Testament. In addition to being one of the gifts of the Magi, it was also offered to Jesus during his crucifixion, as well as being used to prepare his body for burial. Likewise, it was also used, and still is today, as incense. As with frankincense, there are also medicinal uses for myrrh. It has blood-moving properties in Chinese medicine, as well as uses in Indian and Arab medicine. So, okay, frankincense and myrrh are nice-smelling tree resins, and they had medicinal uses. It still doesn't answer the question of why these would have been selected as valuable gifts. The answer is because they were valuable at that time. Any exotic substance which had to travel long distances was prized. Just think of the distances people traveled and the money invested just to get spices, something that you can buy for cheap in any grocery store today. 
Today, doing some back-of-the-napkin calculations, gold is about 2,000 times more valuable than either frankincense or myrrh. However, 2,000 years ago, they were probably much closer in value, and some historians have theorized they might have actually been near equal value by weight. So, the reason why gold, frankincense, and myrrh were brought as gifts is that at that time, they were all considered to be very valuable. Everything Everywhere Daily is an Airwave Media Podcast. The associate producers are Thor Thompson and Peter Bennett. Today's review comes from listener Alex TD over at Apple Podcasts in Great Britain. They write, Addictive Education. This podcast is excellent, and I've learned so much. I found it when wondering about San Moreno after England played them in the Euros. Now I have listened to over 300 episodes in a matter of weeks. Thanks, Alex. True story. I was once in Paris and walked past a pub at night that had a bunch of rowdy Brits in it. I stepped in, and it was a bunch of English football fans watching them take on Andorra. It hardly seemed like a fair fight. Remember, if you leave a review or send in a question, you too can have it read on the show. How are you? We are three wise men. What? We are three wise men. Well, what are you doing creeping around the car shed at two o'clock in the morning? That doesn't sound very wise to me. We are astrologers. We have come from the east. Is this some kind of joke? We wish to praise the infant. We must pay homage to him. Homage? You're all drunk. It's disgusting. Alf, come on, Alf. No, Bursting no. here with tales about oriental fortune tellers. Come on, Alf. No, no, we must see him. Go and praise someone else's back. Go on. We were led by a star. Led by a bottle of all I Go on, Alf. Well, we must see him. We have brought presents. Alf. Gold, frankincense, myrrh. Well, why didn't you say he's over there? Sorry, the place is a bit of a mess. Well, what is myrrh, anyway? It is a valuable bomb. A bomb? What are you giving him a bomb for? It might bite him. What? That's a dangerous animal. Quick, throw it in the trough. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It's great big. No, 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 it is an ointment. Oh, there is an animal called a bomb. Or did I dream it? So you're astrologers, are you? Well, what is he, then? Hmm? What star sign is he? Capricorn. Oh, Capricorn, eh? What are they like? He is the son of God, our Messiah, King of the Jews. That's Capricorn, is it? Uh, No, 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 that's just him. Oh, I was going to say, otherwise there'd be a lot of them. By what name are you calling him? Uh, Brian. We worship you, O Brian, who are Lord over us all. Praise unto you, Brian, and to the Lord our Father. Amen. You do a lot of this, then? What? This praising. No, 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 no. Uh, well, um, if you drop in by again, do pop in. <laughs> and thanks a lot for the gold and frankincense. Uh, but don't worry too much about the myrrh next time, all right? <laughs> Thank you! <laughs>